Greetings, greetings, and God bless each and every one of you. This is Prophetess Latasha Watson, and this show is called The Huddle Talk Show. Um, I am just elated that the Spirit of the Lord has led um, myself here um, to begin to have many, many um, shows that will be birthed with various artists and various ministers that will come and we're going to be talking about all kinds of things amen um yes this is a bible-based talk show christian talk show but there are things that are going on in our vicinities and things that are going on in our communities that we want to bring to head to speak about to talk about so those of you that did not get the intro that's why i'm explaining that now amen so that you understand uh what the huddle talk show is all about and what we're here for so once again i thank you i am the hostess prophetess latasha watson um as i say we're gonna have awesome awesome men and women of god that will join me that will be coming on so on today people of god uh the topic that i want to speak about today the thing that i want to speak about today is how to control your actions my god ain't that something to talk about on today how do i control my actions how do i control my feelings when things come up when when people are out of control i like to say they oc when they're out of control when they're acting out of character and how that affects you and how it allows you to get out of character because one thing that we do have to realize yes we can be spiritual beings we can be all those awesome and great things but one thing that you truly 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 do have to uh, uh, remember and be able to identify is that you are human amen somebody you are human you are human so it is easy to jump into our flesh it is easy uh, to jump into judgmental places and things that we have no business being in because of us being human beings do not allow anyone to make you feel uh, uh, that you have to justify anything but listen the reason why let me get back to the matter at hand the reason why we become uh, particles and, and we become um, we, be, we begin to be infested with the spirit of wanting to react is because of the way that things are presented to us. So there's a way that you have to speak to anybody. There's a way to speak to children. There's a way to speak to um, to to uh, to um, um, those in leadership. There's a way to speak to um, your bosses. There's a way to speak to 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 anyone basically that you come in contact with. And what we have to do is we have to learn people of God how to conduct ourselves in a civilized manner because things can so easily begin to get out of control and we will get in a place where our actions are not controlled. Now, if you know how to control yourself from saying something, you know how to control. We have, God has given us, when he said that he gave us dominion, Okay, that he let uh, allow us to reign. He gave us control over ourselves as well. Amen. He gave us control over ourselves. And I get this. 
Now, our life is not our own. So you have to remember, you can't control your life, but you can control the way that you react to life situations. So some people say, yeah, you can't control it. Okay, let me let you understand something. <laughs> if God is truly the head of your life, now God is not the head of everybody's life because everyone doesn't want to conform to say that, that God or know that he is the head of my life. And that's something that has to be confessed. Um, you know, like when we go to church, okay, and we go and, and we're in testimony services, the main thing a lot of people say is first giving honor to God who's the head of what? My life. Amen. When you begin to put God as the head of your life, that means that you no longer are subject to control what goes on in your life. God will allow you to believe that you control me, but we know that he is. And he said that he will allow us to be the head and not the tail. But with a lot of individuals, you got it messed up. You got it messed up, boo. You got it messed up, bro. You got it messed up, sis. He didn't mean that you would be, <laughs> he's still the head of your life. Amen. He will make you the head of the situation and we have to be in the place of good standing with God. Now, a lot of times, you know, I, I had a conversation uh, with an individual and we were just speaking about how people, you know, I'm going to have them to come on the show as well. But we were speaking about how people believe that God said that he promised them something and that the world is going to stop or I mean the world won't stop and God won't come back because he hasn't released the promise that he told them. You've got to be pretty, pretty, um, you know, off, offset a little, you know. Um, special to really believe that everything in the earth is going to stand still for you. You know, that's why it's important and imperative that we get ourselves in right and good standing with God. We have to get in the will of God. We have to get in the will in order to gain the purpose. Now, we can go around here all day long saying that I, I know that I'm the you. Are you really? A title does not make you in the will of God. Having a title, having a piece of paper does not make you in the will. Say, for instance, that you are a supervisor, a manager, uh, a head nurse, a head something, I don't know. But you have to understand that when God puts you in that position, you make the title. Amen, somebody? You make the title by the way that you do things, the way that you react to things, the way that you help things to, to, to be a team member, to be a team player. And we have to understand those things because without that, you know, like we go around here talking about the essentials, like we can only go outside during this COVID-19 uh, pandemic. We can only go out with, uh, with scarves or masks on our face. Um, and, and we can only go to places that have essentials, you know what I'm saying? Um, grocery shopping or places that are essential, right? So if you, we have to learn how to be essentials for Christ, amen, somebody? When you learn how to be an essential for Christ, that means that individuals are going to come to you. They're going to need the advice. They're going to come. You are important. You are something that will not shut down because you are what? Essential. And and I want to say to my, my church families, amen, across the globe, 
Don't get upset in this pandemic if they're saying we cannot have service. Stop getting upset. Stop acting a fool because guess what? The people on the outside are looking in and they're watching to see how we're going to react. So we have to make sure that our reactions are a godly reaction. Amen? Our reactions are a godly reaction because we are getting all upset and we're at each other's throat and we're disputing who's right and who's wrong. Listen, that God didn't design that Bible for you and I to go back and forth over it. God did not design his word for us to go back and forth over it. God's word should not be uh, uh, um, uh, uh, in, in a place of confusion. If you're not in agreement somewhere, there's some confusion somewhere. Not to say that you're going to agree with everything that I say, and I'm not going to agree with everything that you say. Amen, somebody. But at some point, we got to come together and begin to be on one accord and begin to speak amen is is one accordance the bible tells us that in the end in the book of revelation that all of the angels they're all going to be they, listen they're going to the, the, I, I like to call them the musician angels okay <laughs> they're going to be making one sound we don't even know how to make one sound in music. The musicians at each other throw who better, who this. And I'm connected to a young man that they were making lights and making fun of, of, of him being a musician. And hey, he's a cold musician. I don't see anything that they could be making fun or light of. And oh, it was just a joke. No, you don't do that. And you don't joke about things like that. So the musicians are not on one accord because they're too busy making memes and posts and, and talking about one another as of the ministers, as of those that are not doing the things that they need to do. Amen. You cannot speak on the thing that you are not uh, um, practicing. Come on, somebody. If you're not practicing it, I, I have no interest in listening to you. Amen. It's just like myself. I have a son that has cerebral palsy. If there's a mother who has a child that has cerebral palsy, I can 9 out of 10 grasp their attention because I know the feel, even though it's not the same direct uh, 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 situation, I will know the feel of the situation that they're going through. If you do not have hands-on hands experience, you can speak on it. You know, uh, the books and things like that give us knowledge, but nothing beats experience. Amen. It's just like the Bible. We can, I mean, the Bible, I'm not, y'all get, let's get this straight now. Y'all know I'm a Bible, Bible, Bible person. Amen. I believe in the word. I believe in, in God. I believe in every word that's in that book. But one thing that I had to understand is, yes, I can know the word. Yes, I can preach it upside and down one another. But am I living? Am I a living epistle of the word that I'm speaking? Because that's what's going to make the difference. Amen, somebody? So you can have the knowledge that you're going to gain out of the word of God. But until you get an experience of God, what do you mean, Sister Tasha? Until you experience him, know him for yourself. He He's brought you out of some things. You know he's walking with you until you have that kind of experience with God. 
Amen. Somebody, some people remain lost. Some people remain in the rubble. Amen. But if we would come, and that's why testimonies and, and testifying is very, very imperative, very, very important, not just for the body of Christ, but period. Listen, if we ever have a chance to get on the news, wherever you live, it's the Chicago News, Ohio, and Texas, if you ever get a chance to get on that, on that camera, you better prove Confess that Jesus Christ is your Savior and that he coming back and what he coming back for. See, we got to stop being uh, um, stipulated. Amen. And I'm not talking about let, wait, let me, because see, you have to be real clear with people because what people do is they take stuff they run with, they add, they take away. You can't add and take away from what I'm finna tell you right now. By no means necessary am I saying do not obey the law. By no means necessary. Obey the laws of the land. Obey the laws of the land. Okay, people of God, I'm not saying that. Stand for what you believe, yes, but obey the laws of the land. Come on, somebody. And at the same time, that should have us in a place of drawing closer together so that things can break in the law of the land and things can become. But until we become on one accord and there's one accordance, people of God, ain't nothing finna shake, ain't nothing finna move. I come just to tell you, tell you the truth. Amen. All the time, you can't, you know, sometimes we try to find perfect ways to speak to people, and I had to learn that. I'm trying to figure out, and I'm, man, losing sleep. I'm trying, oh, my God, how am I going to explain it so they can understand it? I don't want to sound a certain way. And some people would tell me, well, that's a little strong prophetism. You talking a little strong. Let me tell y'all something. Whichever way the Spirit of the Lord tell you to say it, you better say it. First and foremost, Jesus wasn't no punk. Jesus said what he said, and he meant what he said, and that was, just, that was it, and that was all. Jesus didn't go around sugarcoating. He didn't have a bag of sugar. He had a bag of salt. Come on, somebody. Because he said, the word of the Lord says to be the salt in the earth. Come on here, somebody. He ain't say go spread sugar coat nothing. So I'm not a sugar coater. So if you're looking for something sweet, don't come to me. Come on here, somebody. I ain't sour either. Come on here. But don't come for me looking for nothing sweet because it ain't sweet over here. I'm going to give it to you in the straight raw. I'm going to give it to you the way the spirit of the Lord says to give it to you. Amen. Whether we're holding a conversation of about some Christianity, whether we're holding a, 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 a civil conversation, whichever way it is, you got to be real. Amen, somebody? People will respect your rawness and they will respect your realness. But when you are, listen, let me tell you guys something. Let, let me talk about something real quick. If you want to do anything or be anything, you cannot be a carbon copy in this season. You would have to be a blueprint. Many of us walk around as, as, as carbon copies. That means you are a particle of something else. And when you operate and try to duplicate something, you will take on the spirit of what you're duplicating. That's why God has called us out. That's why we're all unique and make all of us the same. It's some people that may look the same, but it's something... Even with a twin, it's something that's not the same. Identical twin. They are not completely identical. It's something that you could say, no, no. Whether it be their attitude, whether it be their hair, whether 
whether it be their hands, whether it be their eyes, and something is not going to be identical because God did not make us in that form. He made us in a unique form. Amen, somebody. So you have to understand your uniqueness. You have to understand that God made you unique. He made you to be a raw individual. He made you to be a person that is not afraid to stand up, that is not afraid to even, listen, some people think it's not popular to obey the land. Because God, I'm going to stand on God. Stand on God. But have some common sense. God did not call you to be foolish. Because in James, he said, let a fool remain foolish. So that's why I don't know. I'm not even going back and forth for no foolery in this season. If you foolish, I'm going to let you remain foolish. No, nope, I'm not pulling out a scripture. I'm not going. I'm not doing all that. You come to me and ask me for prayer. What have you? Let's roll. Other than that, no. Amen, somebody. Let me, I want to talk, on. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to um, bring some ministers to talk about, but I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about tithes and offerings. I want to talk a lot about a lot of things that are going on in ministry and in the church that a lot of people have problems with. Well, you shouldn't have, especially those that ain't paying a tithe or offering, you shouldn't have nothing to say, first of all. Come on and help me, Holy Ghost. You shouldn't even be talking. You need to be quiet and go somewhere and get under the hand of the Lord so that he can deal with you and convict you so that you can listen because guess what that ain't for nobody but you that ain't for the leader that ain't for the pastor that ain't for the man or the woman of God that is for you that's your blessing Come on here, somebody. Folks around here talking about all they got and what they going to do. And you ain't paid a tithe. You ain't paid an offering. You ain't did nothing unto the Lord. And you know better. Oh, Lord, help me out today. You know better. You ought to be convicted in that. But you ain't. So stop going around here trying to stop other folks from doing what God has told them to do. Y'all don't want to hear this on today. Amen, somebody. I didn't come here to preach. I didn't come here to prophesy. I just came here on today because I felt the unction of the Lord to get on this uh, um, platform on today. Amen. And just speak a word of encouragement. I'm going to place this on my Facebook page. You can also be a giver here if you'd like to. Um, it tells you how. So don't act like you don't understand and don't know. You know, so we're not doing that in this season. Amen, somebody. So, with that being said, people of God, on today, I speak that you would understand, and not just understand, but learn how to curb your actions. That you will not react to things that God does not want you to participate in in this season. Times of the past, you and I have, 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 um, have, um, given our response and guess what it drains you it drains you it has you in the place of feeling tired it has you in the place of feeling um 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 incomplacent it can take you to some some rough places that you really don't have to go but you're going there because you're just following the yellow big brick road of craziness ain't somebody but on today i speak that you will release yourself from that god wants you to be released on today and I speak to every person that is on this line, that is listening, uh, uh, that, that God will begin to move, that God will begin to unction you in your spirit, that you will be able to control your actions, that you will be not just a hearer, but a doer of the word of the Lord. Amen. So thank you all for tuning in again. This is Prophetess Latasha Watson, and you've been listening to the Huddle Talk Show. And 
we will be back very soon with another episode. Peace.